What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another Slapstack Sundays episode. My name is Aaron, joined by Julian here on the Slapstacks YouTube channel. While we look at the PWCC weekly auction, number 107 is live this week. Our partner, PWCC, brings you yet another auction that includes a whopping... Uh, one sec. Almost there. A whopping... Unprepared. 7,600 cards in the auction. I got to say, this one seemed really big. Like, I kept on scrolling through and scrolling through and scrolling through of, like, just the modern sports cards. And I was like, man, is it is it ever going to end? There was There's a lot in this week's, uh, you know, auction and show. So if you uh, find anything out there you like, make sure to throw a favorite on it and get ready for extended bidding. Julian, how is the weekend going so far? Uh, It's been a mixed bag, I'll say. Um, Manchester United won today, which was great this morning. But then uh, went to the Wisconsin versus Purdue basketball game, which was uh, number two Purdue and we're number six, which is not going to last very long. And we ended up losing. So, I mean, the atmosphere was great. Uh, high hope. So that's two losses in a row. So I'm hoping Badgers use that to fuel them and, and turn things around. But other than that, nice, nice, relaxing weekend. How was your weekend, Aaron? Uh, I was, was pretty solid. It was pretty solid. Uh, had to get some work done. Got to go to a birthday party for uh, one of my mom's friends, which was which was fun, and uh, watched the Bucks last night. And tonight the Bucks are playing again, so pretty solid uh, overall. And got to look through a bunch of Disney cards, which has been fun. Uh, we have a big Disney stream coming up on Thursday on Fanatics Live. You heard it here first. We'll publish some information tomorrow on Instagram. But Thursday, 6 p.m. Eastern time, make sure to favorite that stream uh, over on the Fanatics Live app on the Slab Sox channel. Tons of Disney singles at great prices, so that'd be fun. But I forgot to throw that in too. I also looked at a ton of Disney singles. <laughs> um, we are here tonight for weekly auction number one hundred seven. I hope everyone's doing well. If you're here, drop us a comment and let us know how you're doing tonight on the Sunday evening, and uh, let us know you know what you might have either selling or maybe if you uh, have a favorite card in this auction you just saw when researching. Let us know. We can share it just to share it. But uh, tonight we are going to be talking about. You know, what makes a card high quality? And this is going to be pretty subjective on both Julian and I's parts. We're going to give five things that can make a card quality or high quality. Um, and uh, those those are going to be subjective on our own uh, opinion basis. But, you know, we might have some crossover in our list. There might be some crossover in your list. And we like to see, you know, what, what everyone thinks makes a card quality. And then that's a very obviously open phrase. And we can kind of circle back on this in a little bit. And uh, definitely start start our discussion up. Before jumping to that, though, I just want to share uh, some of the big – what's up, Real Music? Good to see you, Real Music, in the house right now. Uh, some of the huge ones ending tonight. If anyone out there is looking to add just some Mammoth Sports Card Series collection, I'm not going to highlight all of these, but, I mean, Jamar Chase Black Finite 1 of 1 Auto PSA 9 is one of his best cards. That's ending tonight if you're a big Bengals fan or, or a big fan of the wide receiver. Um, there's the this Herbert's really – back. What do you say? The Herbert's back. Oh, the one of one? Yeah, I thought we saw that not too long ago. Funny enough, Julian, for every single point on my list that was like what makes a card quality, I had a thought in my mind what makes a card not quality and like what's like the opposite of like what I've yeah. published. Yeah, I mean, we could we, we could have gone the different approach too and <laughs> we could have definitely found cards that are like did not fit anything on our list. Yeah, um, I'm sure we'll stumble upon those as we go throughout tonight's show. Um, this really interesting here. Normally you don't see these, I feel like, in dual autograph or dual on-card autographs. This is Joe Montana and Patrick Mahomes, which I always find it funny when they got Joe Montana in a Chiefs uniform. Like I feel like they 
Like I know that was like right at the end of his career and stuff, but they just did this just to get Montana and Mahomes on the same card, like with more of a tie than just two great quarterbacks. So that's a that's an interesting one there. But it's on card, which is a major boost for that. Also made in 2018, which is kind of before I feel like Panini a lot of their sets started to trend downhill. Um, and what's up, SCP7? Good to see you. And uh, there's this really cool Wayne Gretzky and Marlon Mew. I'm not crazy on like signed patch cards where they actually sign the patches. This one looks pretty solid in the Gretzky Auto. The Lemieux blew, uh, bled a little bit on the card, but it's from 2007. And honestly, it looks pretty good, the autographs for being signed in 2007. And then I also thought I'd share this with the Super Bowl coming up next Sunday. We have a huge 49ers fan in the house with Julian. And this is the Brock Purdy field level select gold out of 10 PSA 10, which honestly, I feel like the card's kind of cluttered when it's like horizontal like this. Um, there's just a lot going on. It's probably also just the the select checkerboard, uh, you know, look to it too, but uh, $4,000, man. People are, I think people are spending money on Brock Purdy like he is elite. So I'd say not everyone says he's a game manager, even though there's some people out there that do. Andrew. <laughs> I can't deal with those people. <laughs> oh, Andrew. I think they, I think Andrew might be listening right now. He's going to, you're going to have to fight Julian here. Um, also, on this topic, let me just be clear <laughs> on this topic. I, I do speak to Andrew still. <laughs> um, very big Paul Skeens auto ending right there. Red out of five, first Bowman, PSA eight, massive, massive card. Even at a PSA eight, it's like 3,500. And then this messy red out of 10, PSA 10 is just a fantastic card. The perfect 10 from the first year of inception ever. Um, but let's start jumping in here on our discussion of our top five things that can make a card quality. And Julian, I think I'll start with you. I want you to share like one of the points on your list, whichever you want to share first and give me the card that kind of helps explain that. And, you know, kind of go as long as you need to, to, to speak about this topic, but let me know the card. I can look it up. Yeah. Wait. So I, I selected three cards that like multiple points went into. So we're going to, okay. I might've gone about it a different way. No, that's fine. That's fine. You can do Um, that your way too. But this is in no particular order. So like Aaron said, I approach it like quality, but also in terms of like, these are the things that run through my head when I'm seeing a card and whether I'm deciding to buy or not. And at least two of these points I'd say have to be like part of the card before I buy it. But I'll start off number one, no particular order appearance. I have to like how the card looks for me to buy it. And we've seen a lot of cards that me personally, I've said, I have not been a huge fan of, especially in a certain segment on uh, this show. (laughs) But Which um, we have to, we'll have to bring back one of these weeks, by the way. We've yeah, been, yeah, we've been a few a weeks little, without it. A little hiatus, but <laughs> um, yeah, if the card is, is ugly, I don't care how cheap, how expensive, or who's on it. I, I, I have to personally like it. Yeah, you got to like the way it looks. I mean, that's a fair point. What do you, do you have a card here for me to look up so that I know you said that you might share a second point, but what's your card that kind of relates to that point slash maybe a second one you'll make Let's here? See. Uh. We can start with a, a cheaper one. There's okay. a uh, Casemiro 2020 Prism Premier League Purple Mojo out of 20, which is... Uh, uh, is, is his name C-A-S-I or C-A-S-E? E. Wasn't it something where like, they actually the person who like, made his first jersey spelled his name wrong? I think so. And then he just like switched the way it was spelled, but it's actually spelled with it. it. Yeah, I mean, this is a cool card, a cheaper one, but I like really like the way it looks. Uh, a couple of my other points cover it, but I'll just talk about appearance right now. And um, I am a fan of, of this card, especially the, the Purple Mojo out of 20. I remember you had an Alvarez, didn't you, of that one? I did. 
I did. Got you. Slightly more is, expensive, but is is your like? Well, I know obviously you're a United fan. First of all, is Casemiro doing anything good for you today? He no. played amazing. Really? Because I remember there was a point where it was like, oh, Casemiro's going downhill. You know, age is getting ten type of thing. But still, I think that was more so that he wasn't playing because he was, he was injured. He's never really been like bad in my eyes. Got it. Got it. Okay. So obviously, man, you fan, you like Casemiro and stuff like that. Is it the parallel in this car? Is it the design? Is it just all of it together? I think like, it's all together. Just as a whole unit, I'm just a fan of the car. <laughs> as a whole unit, I like it. Okay. I just trying to see. Okay. So now do you have a second point that relates to why you picked this car? Because I know you said you got to have two check boxes. So I'll let you kind of do your thing with your two. Should I, your do you want me to just run through like all of my points and then we can go to the cards or like? Well, you could. I was trying to go back and forth between you and me okay, and so see like, how many. Uh, I don't know how you want me to do this. Do you want, do you want to go or should I just say Well, second? in the end, maybe I should let you just do all five first because then I'll be able to give all my five and we'll see how many cross over each other. So I'll just let you go first. That's fine. Okay. So my five are number one, appearance. Number two, on card over sticker. Number three, and this is a big one. The game worn or player associated at the very least. Not any of these like dick sporting good patches. Uh number four, uh, I'd say rarity. And then number five, I have to like the player or character like that the card's about. Like whoever's on the card, okay. I have to be a fan of. Okay. So now you're I know you want to share cards that relate to this. I do have a question though. Let's say that. You hit two of your points on your list, maybe even three, but one of them is not is like the opposite of one of your points. What happens with that card? Does it allow you to buy it? I would say it doesn't automatically exclude it if if something goes against it. As long as there's two points, I'd consider it. Now, if it was okay. like something really bad that like kind of ticked me off, like it's uh, let me think of an example. Let's say there's a Kobe White RPA on card auto. I like Kobe White. It's an on card auto. It's a rare card, but the patch is like out of a Celtics jersey. Like if it was something like that bad, like then I'd probably be like, no. <laughs> but and yeah, yeah so like if there is something like, I'd say it improves its case. But like if there was one thing really wrong with it and not a ton going for it, then I'd probably exclude it right away. Okay, got it, got it. I ask that mostly because then I can touch on this as I go through mine too, but, you know, I have those Quinn Ewers flawless patch autographs, which technically those patches are kind of like the Panini, like, authentic patch, but, like, not from any specific game or event where, like, I would normally never buy that. But, like, yes. one, he's he's a, he's a Panini exclusive and he barely has any on-card autographs. So it's an on-card autograph. They're rare. The price point makes sense. And it's a player I like, so there's so much going right for it. That like that one specific time I ignored it, but that's one of like my biggest pet peeves is the panini yeah. patches. So like it was very hard for me to do that, but there was so little options I kind of was left with no choice. I'd say it's it's not a hard line with that because you and I both know that in 2020, 2021, that area it became a little gray, and for good for obvious reasons, they certain products couldn't get like yeah. um, player worn stuff, and then there's also like products like. 2020 dynasty f1 where none of it is uh player worn or worn in a race so like with that it's like 
that's what there Wait, is for that's, that's not true that's not true on the in front it says, Dynasty F1? it says yeah if you look at the front of the card all of them say uh, authentic warren race memorabilia or something really yeah. On the, I always look at the back. Remember, with tops, it's different though. You have to look at the front of tops cards. Okay, maybe that so, wasn't a good example, but something like that, where it's like the entire set isn't like player Warner associated. Then I like there's certain instances, I guess, what I'm trying to say. So on the tops thing, it says top certified autograph issue plus authentic memorabilia for like the specific 2020 dynasty stuff. So I guess the authentic memorabilia, it may be a gray area. Like what necessarily makes authentic? Is this a practice worn, you know, like, is it from the actual race itself? I'd imagine that every single patch no is from the race. Cause there's so few race suits, obviously. But the point is, is that like with tops cards and I can get to explain it with my points later, you know, there's a, there's a line between them saying authentic game or memorabilia. Or like they attribute it to a specific event. The problem with Panini is that they don't do the other form of that. But I don't want to steal your thunder because I know you got you got stuff to share about yours. I kind of sidetracked massively there. No, I mean it, it. It was good, but that was a good question because I wouldn't say that I'm like hard no if there's something yeah. that doesn't go along it. It's more so like the common sense, I guess I'd say. Um, sure. Do you want me to share some others? Uh, you just did your five points, right? So let's mm -hmm. let's not get on to your the rest of your cards here to relate to them. Okay, we'll go with the the most expensive one I had was a Jerry Rice 2019 Flawless one of one. Oh, saw that card. An absolutely filthy card. Um, so going through the points, it's a rare card. It's a player and team that I support. So like, that's a big one. The patch is insane, and it's associated with the player, so it's not, like, not associated. Um, it's just a super clean-looking card, like, regardless of rarity or any of that stuff. So there's that was, like, four or five points right there. So that's that. this was, like, a, a big one that would be an automatic yes. Obviously, price point sometimes. Maybe I should consider that. But um, Like what Peg Jones says? He says, yeah, two, yeah. The two price points point, the price I point. guess. Yeah, I'm never really looking at card in my head. I'm never gonna go up to someone and say, "Can I look at a ten thousand dollar card?" Because it's not feasible to buy. So this is more so like me grabbing something that I can afford. I guess that's the approach. Yeah. No, I got you. I got you. But there are some really nice cards in this auction, which we obviously yeah. You know, so I want to wanna look at so and ones, the ones that you like bit. too. <laughs> that was one of the the more expensive ones, I'd say. Okay. Um, now this one's actually gotten quite expensive, but when I was looking at it an hour ago, it was a lot cheaper. There's a, um, 2014 tops Chrome WWE, the rock gold. Ooh, I, I don't was know about if you saw to, this card. I did. I was about to actually put that in one of my, uh, uh, you know, examples here, but, uh, it, it was a little too expensive to include, but go ahead. I mean, this card is super sweet. Uh, I think The Rock is great as both an actor and as he got a start in WWE. Um, very rare card. Last sale, I believe, was June 23rd, 2023. So these don't pop up very often at all. 2014 Top Scrum. I think, I don't know if that's the first year of WWE. I but it's think it one is. It's either the first or one of the earliest, but you said it's the first. So it's for Top Scrum. Yeah. First Top Scrum WWE. 
Uh, rare card. I like the rock. Uh, what else we got? The appearance, uh, super super clean looking, not too cluttered. I like how it's like in the ring, but then there's also the gold border. Yeah, it's an action but, shot. Yeah. Um, I, I would just bring up one thing really quick for people who are huge WD fans. They probably say, oh, wait, no, there was a Topps Chrome before. So they did a 2007 and 2008 Topps Chrome Heritage release where they were like heritage looking cards, but it's not like a, you know, official like Topps Chrome hobby release. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, okay. um, yeah, I just want to make make that point clear. Right. Yeah, good good job, Aaron. Aaron knows his stuff. If anybody doesn't know that, um, but this card was at five hundred bucks like an hour ago, so I was kind of surprised at how cheap it was. So this makes a little bit more sense. All right, yeah, yeah. Mega has the hard hitting questions here for Julian. Quick sidetrack from the uh, from from the the quality card standpoint, but we do have an F one break coming up. Two sixteen, February sixteenth is the release day of twenty twenty three tops from F one. Ripping them Fanatic live as well. And uh, we just posted today our pick your drivers spots for our first hobby case, and then we have four box breaks listed as well. And yeah, Mega asks Aaron and Julian of all the drivers in the F one break, who would you buy if you could? Julian, I know that you were like, "Grr, I can't buy a spot." Who would you buy if you could? I was gonna say, am I allowed, am I allowed to say it? No, you can say who you buy if you okay, could. So obviously, we try and give the best prices. So I went and looked at it. I'm like, Aaron, great prices, but. I'd say Logan Sargent. He's a it's gonna be his rookie cards. Um, certain breaks, including ours, don't have it priced too expensive. So you have a chance at getting some nice Logan Sargent stuff for cheap. I think the fact that he's American, it's a rookie card, and he's I mean, kind of a fan favorite is all going for him, and I think his stuff will sell super well. So that'd be one. Um, outside of like just my personal favorites are Lando and Pierre Gasly. So but I think Logan Sargent's one to watch out for. And then I was also a sucker for the Art du Grand Prix cards, the inserts um, last year. That's a little off topic. That's not a driver. But um, Logan Sargent, I'd say, if I had to choose one. Yeah, a ton of these spots have already sold in our in our full hobby case break. We've got spots remaining in the four-box breaks and still some spots left in the pick-your-driver. Um I, I mean, for sure, the Logan Sargent spot's the best the best deal based off of that. He's a rookie in the set, and there's only going to be three rookies in the set with Piastri, who's going to be the biggest spot on the set, and then Nick DeVries, who is not driving an F1 anymore, and then Logan Sargent, who, as Julian said, is American, and we'll have another year under him uh, coming up here. I, I honestly I mean, think going – yeah, if he's look asking in terms of like who's left, I can go take a look. Well, no, 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 that's okay. That's okay. I don't know if he was thinking about who's left, but he, he, you can still look. But my mine is actually still out there in our in our full case, and it's Fernando Alonso. Now I pick Fernando Alonso because he wasn't in the first year of 2020 Tops Chrome uh, F1 because he was he was retired at that point uh, when that set came out, and then he came out of retirement. Drove for Alpine for two seasons, has cards of uh, Alpine in 2021, 2022. So these will be his first Aston Martin cards, which is basically his busy, biggest success since coming out of retirement, has been out driving for Aston Martin. I think that he's going to have a great season once again. I think that with the whole Lewis news, people are kind of forgetting about him right now. And uh, and I think Fernando Alonso and his autographs are definitely going to be big chases in here. He's one of the F1 GOATs, you know, two world championships. And also I think Alexander Albon, is definitely a, a one to look for in here because he he could have a big move kind of coming up in his future. I think yeah no yeah Mega didn't grab Alex Albon, but I think he was available in the other ones. 
find the four boxes. But yeah, Alex Albon, in my opinion, too, would be a good one to find. Yeah, and obviously for got- me, per- for me personally, really quick, I I buy Gasly. That's my PC though. Yeah, and I know we got a little <laughs> off topic, but I have one last thing I throw okay, in. Okay, go, go ahead. From last year, the all F2 driver spots. Now, I don't know the complete breakdown this year, but that's actually a really nice spot. The amount of F2 drivers that are included, the ton- there's a ton of young, promising drivers. And I'd say from the last year, some of my best flips – we're F2 drivers, not F1 drivers, because there are a lot of people looking for those guys. It's the next play. You don't know who's going to um, step up and take a seat. So that's a very interesting one to me because there's a bunch of young guys. It's kind of like prop- prospecting with baseball. Yeah, and I think that there. I have to do like a full research on the F2 spot this year um, just to understand all of them like more in depth. But I do know that there's some pretty solid chases in there this year, and I'm sure we'll have a full breakdown for everyone by release date for that. Um, but or even before that, um, so that 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 spot always gets tons of cards, tons of volume, most volume by far from a spot. Uh, that's for sure. I wonder All if right. Charles' brother signing. He is, yeah, he's in the set. He's in the set. That's a good one. Julian's like, I'm gonna be on the hunt. <laughs> um. All right. You have another card, I think, to share. Yeah, I'll go two two left if that's okay. All right. Yeah. Um. This one, shout out Andrew. I know I was chirping him earlier. There's a 2002 Tops Ring of Honor, Joe Montana, Auto. Another Niner. I'm sorry, just you know, Niners going to win Super Bowl. Um, I just love the way this card looked. I'd seen it before, not this card in particular. I'm just talking about Ring of Honor. But Andrew kind of like really put me onto it because he he collects. I don't think it, I don't know if it's 2002. Is it 2002? I think it's the whatever the first year of the refractors are number of a hunter, which I think is either two thousand. Yeah, I think it's two thousand two. Is it two thousand two? That's the first year Brady's in tops Chrome is two thousand two. So yeah, maybe two thousand. Um, but I mean, on card auto, um, super sweet looking card player I like. Uh, not a card that pops up a ton, so rare. Um, kind of filling a bunch of those, those points. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, okay. One and more you said? That is final, a sweet card, by the way. Final one is a Pat McAfee 20 uh, <laughs> tops gold rookie auto. Signed in person, but go on. Signed in person, yes, indeed. But I this there's also, uh, I guess, a point to be made that there's cards where I'm just like, this is like kind of funny, and I, I really like – like. I didn't follow him a ton as a player, but like now with his talk show, I think he's super entertaining. This would be a card that I'd probably keep. Yeah. Keep it in the PC. And I, I think he's he's hilarious. I'm assuming it's not a super popular or not popular, but it doesn't pop up a ton. And it's an on card auto that he signed after the fact, which I think is kind of cool. So this is one just stuck out to me. Um and I'm not the I'll say I'm not the biggest fan of when they sign after the fact and get authentic, but if it was something I'd be keeping in my collection, then I think it's a little bit yeah. different. And I think this is totally different too, because I don't know if you looked at all, but he only has a few pack pulled autographs and they're all stickers mostly. I think there might be like one on card and flawless or something like that, but they're generally like all stickers from like 2019. Like this is a different situation where I do think like the authenticated autograph in person is a different story. Um and also um, I don't know if you read uh, the Daily Slab on Saturday that went out. We uh, we um, 
published a newsletter that actually highlights three different cards for everyone out there on this auction itself. Julian, I don't presume that you end up actually reading it on Saturday, but mm -hmm. uh, you, oh, you should. Julian might miss out on the news, but you should read it, just saying. Uh, Slapstacks.com to sign up. Point is, is that this was one of the three, th three cards I highlighted, Ju Julian. A pretty much, as one of you read it, because you basically read off exactly what I wrote. There's not many players that are more relevant after they're done playing than while they're playing, but Pat McAfee is definitely one of them. Um, and uh, funny enough, this card actually has never sold as a signed authenticated card, and it's only sold once as a previously PSA grade copy for a non-autograph. So it's it's a very hard-to-find card. Um, and I did uh, not read it, so now I feel very good about myself. <laughs> so now he's not. Yeah, he actually upped his level. I guess I'm. Yeah, yeah he, uh, he had a good pick. So congrats to Julian for that. Uh, yeah, but fun card here. Fun card for sure. All right, Andy, all right. I'm I guess to, to hear your side, and we can compare a little bit. I think that, okay, just for everyone who wasn't here, Julian, rip off your five points really quick here of what makes a, a card quality for you. Okay. Number one, appearance. Number two, okay. on-card over sticker auto. I'll just say on-card auto. Uh, three, game-worn or player-worn patches. Four, rarity. Five, liking the player or character. Okay, I think that I'm like, we're probably at like three and a half to four here. Well, probably like four out of five. Four out of five. Okay, okay. Are the, sa are, are the same, but which I'm not exactly like, I guess, surprised about. Um, I bet you if we pulled the uh, everyone Great in this chat. Think you know, that's, that's true. But uh, for everyone out there, please comment what your what your qualities, uh, what you would find to be, you know, making a card quality in your opinion. If you're watching here live right now, I'm about to give my five. Uh, that make a card quality. And what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to go through each point and then I'm going to share a card that like represents that point. So like me sharing this card is not necessarily me saying, I want to buy this card for my collection. It's just resembling the point itself. So this first card I'm about to show, don't clown me for thinking that oh, I buy this for go. my collection. I would want a different player in this card, but it, this is the one that's available tonight. The first card is this Anthony Davis 2013 Immaculate Acetate Patch Autograph out of 23 PSA 8 with a 9 auto. And I picked this one to represent on-card autograph is, is a must for me unless there's like a specific reason I can't get an on-card autograph. Like as we know, all the Bowman Chrome firsts in university football and basketball, those are all sticker autographs. Now some of the players have on-card options, but not all of them do. So like that's a case where I'd say I don't care. Uh, a lot of soccer players – don't always get on-card autographs for like a few years, if ever. Um, so that's another scenario. And I'm sure there's other scenarios as well. Um, but this one specifically, I picked this because I guess by the time we get through more points here, this one probably hits on like three to four of the points on the list. But you'll probably know which one it doesn't hit on when we get there. So, yeah, really nice card here. Anthony Davis on-card autograph has a patch, has a um, you know some other stuff going for it too. But. The one I want to represent for my point number two is also game worn patches, uh, as all you know, always if possible. Um, as we know, there's scenarios where it might not happen, but this card in particular is very cool because this does not only have a game use patch, it has a specific game worn patch. This is a 2019 Tops Diamond Icons Mike Trout patch autograph number out of 10. It has the MLB authenticated. Uh, sticker on there and that sticker right there if you look it up on MLB's official hologram like uh 
look up pro, uh, website. It actually tells you which game this was worn in. And I believe this was worn in a game in 2018 against, I think it was the Blue Jays. I looked it up the other day. And he had he had two walk, no, three walks, two runs scored, and and he was 0 for 2 in the game. But just to know that type of thing when buying a card is extremely cool about it. And uh, I'm not saying that it needs to have this authenticated sticker on everything like that. I think that this is kind of taking it to like the furthest level you can. And when you look at tops cards that uh, that say on the back of it, like this is not from a specific game, whatever they say on the back of tops patch cards. I say that you have to look at the front of the card because tops always actually denotes where it is from either player worn or game worn on the front of the card. And they do it for soccer cards. They do it for baseball cards. This right here, which says game use memorabilia. The reason why some of them say on the back, you know, it's not associated is because they don't have the sticker because there's actually like a mechanism to prove what games it's from for MLB specifically. I hope that they can do it for soccer in the future. Like Julian, imagine if there's ever a patch in here that made it from like a massive goal that was scored. You know, sometimes those jerseys don't make it in the cards and they actually you know, museums or, or bought at auction, like whatever the, it might be. Garnacho patch from Everton. When he had today to or. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, that would be insane. I forgot you guys played uh, West Ham today. Everton played Spurs. But, uh, yeah, no, that like, that'd be really cool. And I hope we can see that someday. But this is pretty much, like, the pinnacle for me when it comes to, like, making a card super high quality for patch-related reasons. It's like, can, do you know the specific time it was worn? I have a couple of uh, Christian Yelich in my collection from uh, Diamond Icons and from Dynasty. So I really, really like that. Yeah, Next. I, I this that's great just because it goes one step further, even like, you know, it's game worn, but you can see like the exact game it was played. And I know tops has been ramping that up with a lot of, a lot of their stuff, including the debut patch auto stuff. But I am a big fan of that. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, obviously I agree as I, as I, uh, this was one of my points. Um, <laughs> and uh, the, the first two points, I think like, Y'all are probably like, oh, I think that too. Yeah, I think like anyone would probably have those two points on their list. And after that, it kind of comes down to like what cards you actually like. Maybe not everyone have those points on their list if they don't collect autograph or patch cards. But I want to point out that the Anthony Davis also fits into this because that patch, and I need to give some props when I can because this doesn't happen often in Panini cards. I've said before, I used to love Panini basketball cards. And this was a 2013 Immaculate Patch autograph. Beautiful design. Just looks fantastic. Rare number dot 23 on card autograph that patches game use. It says on the back, like those are all very important things that Panini used to do that they've really gotten away from and never really recovered from too. As Julian pointed out, like there was that time where it was kind of like, you know, that they're, you know, COVID and this and that, it might've been hard to get patches, whatever. But um, I guess I would say they did kind of up that with the Noir set this year. They did this a little bit on their own. I do want to say Panini does this too. They had the Noir game night jerseys which were like patches from specific games. And then also the opulence patch booklets that they did in like 2019 and 2018, where they actually had the NBA finals patches. Those are really cool. And says the games that those are from too uh, on the card. So I'm a big fan of those from Panini. Um, my third point is that I need to have like passion around these cards for whatever reason it is. Is it player? Is it like Julian's like character from like, you know, either a TV show or a movie? Is it, is it, um, the, the card brand itself is like it, you know, Bowman Crummy football, stuff like that. You know, I just have to care about it in some capacity, which sounds, it sounds like, like really dumbed down and obvious, but at the same time, like there's probably a lot of people out there, at least in the past, I'm sure all of us fall victim to that at one point or another, you know, maybe bought something that 
we don't really care a whole lot about. And then we're kind of sitting there like, well, why do we own this? You know, why do, what do we do with it now? Do we, do we sell it? You know? And like, I think that like, you kind of always have something you at least care about in some capacity. You enjoy having it. You can kind of figure out what, what your game plan might be next. If you find something else you like, it gets a little bit more tricky if you realize you don't really want the card at all after spending money on it. So um, that would be one for me. And the card I will use to represent it is going to be this Giannis card now. Yes. I would, at the start, I was going to be like, can I guess a card? But I held off. Yeah, the Giannis sneaker. So funny enough, these sneaker spotlights, I think he was supposed to have the first year of sneaker spotlights ever on Redemptions. The 2018 Noir sneaker. Dude, the, what happened to the Bucks in the fourth quarter? We were up 10 going to the quarter. I think then we're down nine, dude. Come on. Oh, actually, no, they did. They did redeem these. Okay, so. <laughs> In the end, I mean, I would probably go for this one over the 2019. I actually like the horizontal sneaker spotlight designs better because I think it actually is more conducive to, like, the shoes themselves because, like, it's kind of like a horizontal image when the, you know, the floor is long and the shoes are big, obviously, and stuff like that. But that autograph looks absolutely horrendous on there. <laughs> Look at that autograph. <laughs> I actually would maybe rather have this one because this autograph was just taking a little bit more time on. Um, but – uh this was the first year of sneaker spotlights ever, and they finally re, uh, redeemed those redemptions, which took um, forever and stuff like that. So, um, this is this is definitely one that fits into my into my like you know do I have passion? I actually really like shoes. I used to um, have different shoes each year from basketball players. I used to buy and sell shoes some and, and everything like that. And then um, so it was a perfect car when they released this for me. And I'm gonna have to get one of these at some point. I don't know if it's this one or the 2020 or 2021. Giannis, the tw- one of them looks really good. It's not it's not this one. It's the uh, one that has like his like I don't remember. It's like the Uno shoes or like the Antetokounmpo shoes where I had like his name letters all over it. One of the two really cool. But that is that. De- Ooh, there's a gold kaboom on Giannis next week. That's nice. Um, but that fits in the bill. You know, guy I have passion for in some capacity. Obviously, I'm a huge Bucks fan. Love Giannis and my favorite set too from Panini. Um, next one is going to be. Uh, it yeah, has to. Quick. Yeah, yeah. Are you are you telling the audience that you don't have shoe swagger anymore? Is that basically the conclusion we're coming to? No, I still have some shoe swag. I, I just I don't. I mean, I've worn the same pair of, of Nike shoes now for like two straight years. So, I I have definitely uh, not not had the shoe game on point as much as I did while I was like in college and stuff. Fair, yeah. But I got I got some sweet Vans and stuff and some other cool basketball shoes. I uh, just don't wear them all the time, which I should start to do. But uh, all right, fourth point. It has to look good. All right, it's got to look good. And no, it's not a vintage card. It has to look aesthetically pleasing. I rarely, if ever, buy a card that's not. And this card, in my opinion, looks absolutely fantastic. This is a 2022 Topps Gilded Collection gold mini diamond numbered out of, I believe, 50. These are PSA 10. This is the first time that Topps Gilded Collection was made. And I think bringing these, like, vintage photos onto the modern tops card with like tops chrome card with the gold specifically and like the frame around it because they look like picture frames absolutely fantastic cards um and uh, i think this card is one of the best looking in the entire auction ending tonight i think it's a 250 right now if anyone were to be interested in that so that's four of my five points and my fifth point i don't really care for this card at all but i want to find one that was a little bit more affordable for anyone who want to jump into Possibly grabbing a card tonight is going to be this Chris Paul 2006 Topps Chrome Refractor SGC 10. And no, it doesn't have to do with buying point guards who can't win championships. It has to do with. Oh, burn. Uh, it has to do with uh, 
buying cards of sets that I think will be around for for a long time. Um, and I know that Topps Chrome will be a long, around for a long time. And I, we actually had a comment from Peg Junk earlier who's going to have WWE cards going forward. I know that Fanatics uh, has that license starting at some point. Topps Chrome UFC 2024 releases here pretty soon. Um, but uh, having cards of – now, that's not to say that every card has to fit this one, right? This is one that I think that is probably the – it's my fifth point. It's probably the most, like, uh, you know, that we can kind of stretch here and there is that – I know Topps Chrome is going to be around for a long time, either in baseball, now basketball, and football starting up soon. They've been around in the past. It's been around. You know, there's a lot of sets, I think, over the last few years that have popped up, and that's from Panini and Topps both, that, you know, who knows exactly what will happen in a few years. Who knows what will still be made? Who knows what will still be sought after? I can pretty much guarantee if anything hits Topps Chrome, it's going to be sought after. We knew that with Disney coming. You know, I've been waiting for forever for that set, and it happened, and it's very sought after. And I know that Julian wants some Topps Chrome Daredevil cards at some point up there. Um, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's not only Topps Chrome, too. It's contenders for football. That's been around for a long time. I'd way rather have a contenders auto, and I'll even bring up an example from here. I'd really rather have, like, literally, I don't know how much money. I, I, I would probably spend the same amount of money on this contenders on card rookie auto of Justin Herbert as the shield of Justin Herbert that I'm pretty sure has got nothing to do with Justin Herbert. Um, I would literally spend the same amount of money if I had to because I'd just rather have this card in my collection. Been around for forever. Signed on card by Justin Herbert. Yeah. I I, I don't I don't really know why sometimes this happens, but it does. And I think longevity is a big thing in the hobby. And I'd rather spend that money on a gold plated steak that I ate for dinner than that Justin <laughs> Herbert patch. <laughs> um and in the end. You know, I'm uh, I was kind of looking through all these and I was thinking about, you know, like what type of card in my collection maybe fits the most of these boxes. And I came up with uh, Pierre Gasly Dynasty one of one patch autograph, I think probably fits the most of these boxes. Um, I, I would say, I mean, I would say probably all five. Obviously, the, the whole game worn versus, you know, race worn versus practice worn, who knows exactly the patch and stuff, but I think it pretty much it's four of the five guaranteed. So, yeah, Pierre, Pierre Gasly, um, Dynasty 101 patch autograph, probably in my collection fits these all the most. And Julian, I don't know if you thought, thought of that when you are going through it at all, if you thought about it now, but. I mean, I would have come to the Lando Norris probably in my <laughs> 2020 Dynasty. Yeah. Um, anything else? I mean, a question I have for you is there was there anything that you had that was borderline on the list that you didn't put on? Yeah, there was, and I think the reason why I didn't put it on there was more because I think it doesn't get really to the root of, like, you know, finding a card you want and, and keeping it and being happy with it. But this is – it's more of a theory, I guess, is that, like, buying cards to help get your collection to a place you're happy with, that can be graded, and you can, like, see, you know, profit in the cards post-grading. Just a quick example, like, especially during the Bowman SGC specials, $9 to rate any Bowman card from 2022 or 2023 – was grading a ton of different Bowman Chrome University football cards, you know, even like 15, 20, 25 dollars cards, easily selling them for 60, 75, like very quickly after listing and stuff like that. Just like kind of making making sure that if I'm buying cards that I know I don't want for forever, you know, I kind of want to know that there's an exit path to where I can get them graded and also sell them and have a sought-after market for the graded cards aftermarket. Because like you can go buy an immaculate numbered out of 99, non-auto, non-patch. 
if you grade it, is it really going to help the value of it that much? Probably not, you know, and that's not really something that I didn't put on this list because I don't want this to be like, you know, what's the most ways I can make money through finding cards I like. It's more like these are these are the cards I really like, but that other aspect helps me actually get to the cards I really like. And that happens for a lot of people. It's literally, obviously, it's not just me. You know, people buying raw and grading is a big part of the hobby. I'm going to help him build up the build up the collection. Also, I cannot believe this Bucks collapse. We might have scored off 10 we're, points. We're taking board. a look here in my box. You've inspired me to find an example. <laughs> I, I'd throw in two things that um, I thought about about putting on the list, but I ended up putting it, but I can bring it up now. Okay, yeah, go for it. Um, I'd say condition, but that has an asterisk. If it's a card, but it's like pretty beaten up, I'm not talking like a PSA 8 or PSA 7, that's when it crosses my mind, like, do I really want to buy this? Um, I'd say if it's a one-on-one, it's a little bit different, but if it's a card, that kind of goes with appearance. If it, if it looks pretty beat up, I'm probably not going to beat it, so or not beat it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna buy it. Um, and then what was the, what was the second thing? Uh, I might come back to me. I forgot what the second thing was. But okay. But do you have an example you said here? Well, I have to. I have to look through my my collection. So talk briefly about something. Okay, he's looking through his collection. I got some comments here. Um, so Mike says, "What makes a car high quality to me is if the car is worth more than my rent." Although Jim says that's a terrible way to judge cards. And Mike says, obviously, or he says sarcasm, Jim. Yes, Mike, I can read the sarcasm there. Um, what's up, fellas, says Mike. Uh, not doing so high now. The Bucks just had the worst fourth quarter of all time. Uh, Bucks are playing the Jazz in Utah off of a back-to-back where we came back from 25 down last night to the Mavs. We are down 25 in, like, the first quarter going into the second. Came all the way back to beat them by, like, 15. Damon Yoss were on fire. Fly to Utah, a back-to-back, under 24 hours between the games ending, I believe, and starting. And the fourth quarter clearly ran out of gas. Outscored 40 to 13 in the fourth quarter. Obviously, every single game when you're winning going in the fourth quarter, like up 10, you should have a very good opportunity to win that game. But in the end, I would say I couldn't watch it fully because obviously we're live streaming right now. Head on the background. But likely the back-to-back, you run out of gas and you end up getting smacked in the fourth quarter. So, uh, Well, Giannis had a great game once again. Giannis was amazing last night. He dropped 48 last night. He dropped 33 tonight, 13 assists, 7 rebounds. He's having an absolutely MVP season. Dame's the one that struggled tonight after having an amazing game yesterday. He's one for eight from three tonight. He's you know, tired, I guess. Wait, did, did the Bucks win? No, we just lost by fit. Dude, we lost, bro, we outscored 40 to 13 in the fourth quarter. Up yeah, 10 going to the fourth. Do you hear what I said, or are you not listening? I was zoned in. Okay. We're off a back-to-back another 24 hours, though, after having to absolutely like go crazy to beat the Mavericks after going down 25 in the first. Okay, go ahead. Pick up where you left off. Showtime. Show okay. I, I selected three. There's a few. But we'll, by the I'm, way, by the way, we are, we are 30 seconds away. Sorry, Julia, to interrupt. We are 30 seconds away from extended bidding starting here 30 seconds away from extended bidding starting so please get in your bids on anything you want to before they get eliminated and no more okay good go call ahead. good call we got a card that will never leave my collection that i like a lot my Ooh. boy bryce terang yeah Old gifted actually by someone else here who's talking to me um yeah i mean 
love the player, love the color, just goes well with the uh, the jersey he's wearing. So that's one, not, not too expensive. Once again, the price doesn't have to be that expensive. Um, another one as a big Wisconsin guy picked oh, up. Oh, I forgot about that one. Uh, a bit back with uh, the Jonathan Taylor, Melvin Gordon. Um, I think it's a cracked. It is called the cracked ice. It doesn't look like the typical cracked ice. Um, just another super nice one. Now this goes against the. It's a sticker auto, but Aaron did mention before that like sometimes with stuff like this, it's hard to get both on card, especially for like two players that I wouldn't say are the most desirable. I guess if it's like a Bronny James and LeBron James, there's more of inspiration to get them to both do on card. But um, That's then the last the- one. Oh, oh! I thought you're. All right, I got you. I got you. Sorry, last one. No, you're good. The big, the big one. We got mm. Travis Hunter, Kahuna Superfractor. Um, Kahunas are one of my favorite inserts, and I knew I had to pick one up. I'm a big university guy. I love Travis Hunter as a player. Um, I'd be perfectly okay with holding on to this card forever, just because I. I love the way he he plays. That's the main reason I picked it up. Um, another sticker auto, so it doesn't fit every uh, checklist, but I just think it's a super unique card and um, tops it out of the park with that. Agreed. Fun set. So I think it'd be cool. Time. I feel like I'm back in preschool. I, I, I feel I very, just... very accomplished right now. I was going to say that was showing really with Julian. Oh, I forgot. I totally forgot. Point number six for Julian. It's a quality card if there's a dog on it. Oh, forgot about that too. Yeah, there's a dog. There's, okay, I'll say there's an animal because there's also like the one where it's like the polar bear. The yeah, Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the uh, Pete Alonzo SSP. Yeah, or the, that, the, that too. The 1938 bird cards. By the way, I gifted Papa Slabs one of the two that we bought in here. We gave away one. I bought the other. I gifted him, and he was totally fired up about it. Yeah, as long as it's an animal that's not scary like the, the creepy Pikachu. Oh, you know, like you're the, so, yeah, but that was like the scream thing. Yeah, but that, yeah, I mean, nah, nah, I, that's a no for me. <laughs> it's a no for me, dog. The Ginter said, "Oh, the, well, you know, you know, Julian, he devours the 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 food when we uh, when we have it here. So he definitely wants okay. some of them. He definitely wants some of them." <laughs> Burn. Uh, he wants some of them Ginter burger cards. But, uh, <laughs> um, there's an Eli Manning, super like quick change of subject here. There is an Eli Manning and Philip Rivers dual auto from Contenders on this one. Funny enough, Julian just shared a Contenders dual auto from what, like 2020 that card's from, Julian, or 2000? Good guess. All right, well, 16 years prior, there was a 2004 Contenders dual auto, also sticker autos, that are uh, of Eli Manning and Philip Rivers here at $300. I find it so crazy, and this is a rookie card. I find it so crazy, and you know we can have this discussion for the rest of the time. We could be doing these live streams for a decade straight. We'll still probably be talking about this, but you look it up, and you're like, man, I wonder what Zach Wilson and Trevor Lawrence, or you could even go worse than that, and probably find Mac Jones. Actually, let's do it. <laughs> Zach Wilson. <laughs> yeah, I'm switching this. Zach Wilson and Mac Jones dual autograph. Like, how much would that card sell for? Slash, how much? Did that card sell for at one point? Uh, funny enough, actually, it hasn't. There hasn't been one sale other than this, dude. How much do you think this one has sold for during the peak of their markets? This is the only like, duo they made of these two. I thought they would have had a lot more. Maybe 
Probably. It sold for $1,247 just a month ago. Oh, no, like a week ago. That's still way too About much. About a week ago. A thousand some dude. That's still way too much. The future of our league. Okay, so I guess I'll, I'll just go look up quick. Yeah, there was a point where you could have bought a triple, a triple of Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Trey Lance for four thousand dollars. Yet you have two. I guess you know you will see an Eli Manning, but pretty <laughs> much is, Hall of Fame quarterbacks. I guess this that. is the stuff that always cracks me up, where it's like. You can buy this uh what's an example? You can buy this uh Jake Browning card when he started starting for a thousand dollars, and there's like a in a legend card, which is like two hundred bucks. Yeah, not pretty funny. Um, and Rick says, Think you just passed my Luca Noir rookie that I'm selling. So I'm a huge fan of Noir, as we know, and uh Yes, there's a Noir Luca rookie of 85. There was also the other side of the logo that I think was live for sale tonight as well. Um, so I'm assuming you're selling both. Good luck. I hope you uh, do well and are uh, happy with that. There was a massive, I repeat, a massive Romeo Dobbs card on auction tonight. It actually just sold for $690. I really wanted this when I oh, saw this. Oh, you didn't buy it. Well, Julian, so I saw like it like listed before that this like right during the preview. Normally I don't see cards that in advance, but I was looking at his cards last week and I couldn't justify myself spending over $500 on this card because one, this, the, the shield is probably the same thing. It doesn't say player worn. Number two, I think they did these cards such a big disservice, bro. They literally cut off 30% of the shield. They cut off 30% of the shield. So it, I, it accept, just I accept your reasoning. But I mean, I, it caught my eye right away. I was gonna, I was gonna watch it and see. But like, this is kind of a scenario where you look at my, you know, we. I look at this list. I go, okay, yes, on card autograph, um, a brand that I really do love, immaculate cards. So yeah, it's a brand that I like. Love Romeo Dobbs and the Packers, um, but it doesn't look aesthetically pleasing for the patch window, and then it doesn't have the game use patch, and then the price point is higher than I'd be willing to pay a card that doesn't really hit four of the boxes. So. I kind of like this that we did this. This was just an idea I thought of as I was just looking at this auction. And I think that uh, it's a good way to kind of make decisions when, you, when you're between a card. You're like, do I want this? Do I not? Maybe you don't have like the all-in right away nature to say that you want it. But it's it's a cool way to, to kind of go through a progression to make decisions. Um, if there's any 90s fans out there, 90s card fans, I know we got some of you in here. Um and yes, Hector, you're right. There is a there is one that does have a bigger patch that is kind of like the true RPA one of one shield from Immaculate. It would probably go for over a thousand dollars of Romeo Dobbs. So that's the other thing too. It's you know there is one that's better. I just don't really know why they made that extra one. I, I just don't really get why. Uh, but I think there probably are some '90s cards fans here that love this Ken Griffey Jr. This is numbered out of 100. These Bowman's best Atomic Refractors are some of the best cards out of them all. Beautiful cards, beautiful parallels. And uh, definitely a historic card. So what a card here at like, was it 3,500 or something like that? Massive. This is also an interesting take here from Hector. Hate multi-side cards where a player picture is tiny. Not a card to me, just cardboard with stickers. And yeah, obviously, um, it kind of depends on the card itself and everything like that. But I think that the most famous, ex- Julian's like, let me check my duel and see what it looks like. <laughs> the most famous example for this isn't even an autograph card. It's probably the triple logo men cards where it was LeBron and then also the Warriors, you know, when they made them literally like 
this big, like so tiny in the bottom of the card. Um, but yeah, that's a, that's an interesting point there. Um, sorry, John, I just kind of dom- dominated that discussion. Was there anything you had to add? No, I think you were uh, making some great points. I was just looking because I saw the – I was interested what this Tom Brady would sell for. So it's at 16.5 pre-buyers premium, and I was like, what prices were they going for at one point? And as recent as January 27th, one sold for – a PSA 10.10 sold for 39000 Wow. So – this one is uh that might have been a little bit out of the ordinary that one but uh PS it was more so PSA well, 10 there, 28 as there well was right? that, there was that one here that sold I think it was like the first graded 10 that sold of it yeah, it was it, 28 I believe that was the one that did like 40 oh, grand or something no right? no, no. you yeah yeah 45 I think it was yeah so if you uh if you are buying unless it's a one of one or sometimes like out of five you know it might be worth holding off from buying the first copy that that uh, that drops. Uh, but also, Vinny, not as hot as it was. Um, and like I have always said, and we'll keep on saying, pretty much every single Bowman first card ever is photoshopped. All of those players are not in those jerseys at the photo sh- or at the time those pictures were taken. Yeah, um, and I, I would say one last point on the Brady. In terms of my checklist, it actually fills a lot of them. I think it's a sweet looking card. I like Brady. I know you're not a big fan of Brady, um, especially with the the idea of his baseball background. I think it's pretty cool. Now that that's the price point where it's like I wouldn't go up to a dealer and say, "Can I look at that card and consider buying it?" Because I know it'd be way too expensive. Yeah, and also maybe the like. I'm not. I I think that the cards actually in the end, like only having 81 on card autographs of that card, it's rare. Like it's not. That's not just like a you know, kind of like a overproduced like thing that they threw in there. And, and uh, I just can't, I couldn't get myself to spend $20,000 on it. No, that's, that's, but I was going to pull up this card because I've never seen the Sopranos. And I was going to say, I think that this is the guy, Tony Soprano from the show. Mm-hmm. Um, But wait, so I know literally nothing about this other than it's kind of like the, like the mob show, right? Yeah. I actually haven't so, watched um the the show but i i know a little bit about it and yeah is the, is the actual mob guy play himself in the show no 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 he this was an oh. he was an actor um gandolfini and he ended up dying maybe like 10 years i i don't know exactly how long ago but he he's dead so it's kind of 2013 11 years ago yeah he it was such a legendary show and i think it's widely regarded by a lot of people as like one of the best shows ever made um Jim, I think you should know that I am when I was a when this show was made, I was probably like I don't even know if I was born. I don't know when it was made. No, no. Oh yeah, well, 1999 to 2007. So you're definitely born, but you yeah, were very I was a young. six-year-old. I wasn't exactly watching it. Um yeah, well, same, same with I, me. I I was still watching Toy Story at this point. Yeah, so like going it's back, I, I guess like that's a show that I, I wanted to check out. Um, but yeah, it's it's I've heard it's a great show. But I don't know a whole lot if someone wants to throw in anything. This is this is, this is a mega card though. Um, first of all, this was released the year that he died. So I don't know if that has something to do with this oh, card too. That's actually probably kind of a little eerie, you know, when you think about it. Like I don't know how many cards were released after this, if they have more stickers 
and everything like that? I don't know. But um, also, I don't – he was only 51 years old. Yeah, it was a heart attack. Oh, it's unfortunate. Um, but uh, $1,550 for a Leaf card. That's impre- – Leaf sticker auto is impressive. That's impressive. Yeah. I'm surprised he, was, he said it was a, it was the pandemic binge show. I'm surprised I didn't binge it, but I I binge so many shows that like I couldn't even tell you everything I watched. So wait, what happened? Did they release like a an updated version or like I feel no, like I that... think it was like before the TV series was made, but I I do vaguely remember what you're talking about because they like released like, like movie, something else, right? Like they were like like a couple of years ago they like released something. I don't yeah, know yeah. what it, it was. was. It was uh, the Many Saints of Newark, oh. uh, which was young Anthony Sobrano is growing up in New Jersey. Oh, yeah, it was a prequel. Like a, it was like a prequel. Okay, got it. Got it. And got his it. son, like Vinny just said, his son, like Gandolfini's son, played the younger version of Tony Soprano. So Soprano. Oh, okay. Well, now all these dots are connecting in my brain, which, like I said, I haven't really paid much attention to any of this. So now it's making a little bit of sense. Now, this is one where I had to actually uh, check it, take it off my list. So I think that's good to highlight cards that we want, would want to buy because they check a bunch of boxes on our quote. Oh, my gosh, I got to find a giveaway because um, uh, they check a bunch of bunch boxes on our quality card list. But for me, like, love Quinera's, love Texas, but Panini Instant, Sticker Auto, I think this card just looks ugly. I mean, the, yeah. the design's bad, and then, like, half of it is – you can't read it when you hold it, you know, like all of it should be shifted horizontal if it's going to be horizontal. So this card's just not for me. So I'm going to pass it. I'd rather spend the money on flawless on card autographs like I've been doing. Um, so it's always good to, you know, think about cards that you would pass on because um, it doesn't fit into your checklist. Julian, looks like they are uh, resembling a, a soprano. I'm going to have to look this up. I'm assuming Jim Baker didn't <laughs> I'm assuming Jim Baker. Did. It's too funny. He's from. I don't know what before AJ went dark means. Hector, but. I don't. I don't really like the look of horizontal slabs I've seen from other companies. So I, 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 I just like how, how they are now. I'm gonna look up word for word what Jim Baker said, and then we can do a comparison on screen. AJ Soprano before. AJ went dark. I don't know if this is going to pull something up. Okay. Well, I think that something happened with AJ Soprano when he, I don't know, went off the deep end or something like that. I'm not yeah, sure. I'll just look up AJ Soprano then. <laughs> I don't know. Are we talking exactly. like older AJ Soprano here, Jim? Because there's one where he looks kind of young. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Uh, I, don't I do have, that. I do have a bit in a giveaway, which I just think is like extremely funny. The cards, so I hope that we get it, so I can share it. And uh, it's funny. Aaron, what? <laughs> I I don't know if you look exactly like that, but young naive AJ. Okay, well, the 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 young one is this one, and that's absolutely. I'm not taking that. <laughs> I am not taking that. <laughs> 
What the heck? <laughs> it doesn't look anything like you. That's disrespectful. <laughs> oh, okay. There, this this chat is going a little dark right now. So <laughs> I, think I'm, I might have to stop reading this chat right now. Uh, man, I really want this, Giannis. It's kind of killing Send me. Send it. Send it. No, but I, you you tell me. Like I I need to be cognizant about our our quality checklist here, and I think that I say I would, it passes everything. I think I'd rather have this one. This not this this auto. Oh, yeah, also that's, that's sick. That's like sick. the shoes look so dope in that one. I think, like I said, spells out his name, all the different letters on there. So I think I think I need to wait until that one pops up on, on auction. Mama breaks in the house. <laughs> Stephanie is in the house. Hey, there was a Star Wars card I was going to highlight tonight because I thought it was awesome. So Steph, why don't you tell me if you like this? I favorited it. It's ending in two minutes here. It's Chewie and Han Solo from uh, the first year Topps Chrome Galaxy number out of ten. SGC ten. This looks like. It's a 10 out of 10. Gemin 10. Looks like a great deal right now, honestly. So just Stephanie's here. So now you have to do your best Chewbacca roar. No, I can't. Dude, there's you there's have no to. she's no, here. There, no, the there's no in the house. You do it. There's no part no, of me no, that no, could no, even no. You, see, are, you, you, you no, slap. you like to you like to bring it up and then try and then try to duck I'm, when I put I'm it just, on you. I'm just I work under you. I, I I'm that's about my pay grade. <laughs> no. I'm not doing that. <laughs> Although I think that I think I've heard Steph do a good Chewbacca roar on a stream before. She said, "Aaron, please, no, you can't, no, you can't it's, not it's, do it now." She asked very nicely, but the problem is, is I came. So I don't even nicely. know how to do that. I don't so even know how to do nicely. that. Nicely, do it. Do I, I it. think we might need Steph to call in and do it. Steph, <laughs> I can send you. I, Steph, I can send you an invite link and give us a little Chewbacca roar. I mean. Uh, be kind of a fun impromptu guest appearance because I, I I would literally rather just like shut the stream off at that point <laughs> than, than do the Chewbacca roar. <laughs> uh, what's up, chasing print runs? How are we doing? If I attempted it, See, that clip would live on the internet. Steph, forever. here's the problem: is I've I've had a lot of years of Spanish in my life. I can't roll an R, so I have no ability to do this. <laughs> Julian can yeah, though. No, I can't. So no, Julian, I don't know what you're talking about. I definitely cannot. No, you can. So. Never. I never was able to do it. But I, 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 I never could too. I would. I'd be pretty good at reading and writing Spanish. <laughs> all, all good stuff. No worries. Uh, pretty good at reading and writing in Spanish. Uh, pretty okay at speaking it. Not great at listening to it, and and definitely not good at rolling the R's. But that card yeah. is sick. I just muted my mic and took a stab at it. Definitely not doing that. <laughs> I'm gonna have to idea. hear. It. I'm gonna have to hear it post stream. No. Steph, next time uh, we're at a card show together, I'm gonna need a little bit of some lessons here. What's this card called, by the way? The Rogue Years. I can't want this. I'm not gonna lie. Send it. I don't know. I think I'm gonna have to. I legit think Steph, I think I need to buy this. This might I don't have any Star Wars Galaxy in my collection. We'll see. I'm gonna put a bid here and, and if I win it, I win it. If I don't, I don't. Okay, but if you win it, you have to do a chewy roar. No, okay. Well, I wouldn't have bid on this. <laughs> <laughs> I literally would rather not own the card then. Yeah, man. <laughs> Yes, if, I hope I do get this uh, to add to the collection. It's a really awesome card. 
Hornet, <laughs> yeah. The, the young kid is blowing up. The Connor Bedard is his name. Unfortunately, his jaw blew up when he got absolutely sideswiped in the game the other week. Do you know that, Julian? No. Yeah, he broke his jaw like a couple weeks ago. He's out for at least, I think it was four to six weeks. Probably a couple, few more weeks now. He missed the All-Star game. He's the first youngest kid to make the All-Star game, I think. And then he couldn't play in it. Special. He's special. You know, he's awesome. But uh, stinks he got cheap shot. That they literally just all they did. I'm is, sure. Wait, when it happened, I might have seen the clip. When it happened, yeah. didn't like all of his teammates like just like come over and start trying to beat up the dude? Bro, literally, they the teams just fought for the next like ten minutes. I think. <laughs> yeah, Jack Hughes is amazing. He also was hurt for the All Star game, and yeah, Connor uh, Bedard is uh, is is amazing. I'm I'm up in so no Chewy Roar. That's too bad. I that was my that again, was my again. Again. on that one. Think no, about it. You're no, no. considering buying a very expensive Giannis card. That's Star Wars nothing compared to that. Yeah, I know it's nothing compared to the honest card. I'm just, I'm just joking. Oh, I'm joking. I'm, like I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh, at least we won the giveaway, though, dude. This card is cracking me up. <laughs> oh, you look so mad. Who said that was a good photo? He doesn't look happy he, at all. He looks constipated. Oh my. God. The backstage pass of Giannis Blue from Hoops Premium. We will be giving away this tonight. Um, the go to giveaways a... continues. Oh, shit. the pictures are so funny. I'm like, so okay, bad. like he's like, yeah, I got this backstage pass, but I'm just hacked off right now. <laughs> and as Julian said, looks constantly. Oh man, wow. We have a wow. There's a shoeless Joe Jackson authentic from 1919 at seven thousand two hundred fifty dollars pre buyer's premium. That is a monster card. And there was a oh, you're asking if that was Russell Westbrook. There is also a big Russell Westbrook card I in tonight. It's this red refractor Bowman Chrome Auto number out five. It looks like he's doing a little like you know like where they like do like the trick where they roll the ball up with their arms and like stuff. some Harlem Globetrotter stuff. Yeah, exactly. It was pretty funny actually. Oh, that one's that. Three grand right now or so. Wow. I know. There's a Jordan Alvarez Leaf auto out of five BGS 10 black label that's at 975. Oh my gosh. That's the, yeah. Wow. Does that pass the Aaron test? No, that, that hits about zero. <laughs> I mean, it literally hits zero points on the test. <laughs> Uh, and for those just joining, we have 48 in the house, by the way. Thanks, everyone, for coming tonight. But uh, the five points for me that makes a card quality, in my opinion, for those that weren't here, if you're here, sorry, you're going to have to hear them again. One, on-card autograph is a must unless there's no other option. Two is game-worn patch. Better if it's attributed to a specific game. Three is need to have a passion for said thing that I'm buying, either player, character, sport, genre, whatever it is. It's got to look good. Can't not look good. I literally don't want to card my collection if it doesn't look good. Okay, if I'm buying it to maybe sell it and grade it, there can be a little bit more leeway there. Um, and then uh, hopefully, you know, the card fits into like a legacy brand unless it's just, you know, straight up PC card. And then it's just like, man, this thing looks amazing. I want it. But some of them, you get both of that where you got legacy brand tops from Disney and Diamond of Baymax. You're going to have to switch the screen. It's kind of hard to see. Okay, I'll switch the screen. We need the full experience. Oh, mm. I can't believe you watched that for the first time. What, like six months ago? Yeah, 
yeah, man, you, you and Miss Wolf were like, like Euro Six. I'm like, never seen it. I'm like, wow, that thing was amazing. <laughs> it's, it's probably my favorite non Pixar movie, honestly. Um, non Pixar, non Pixar Disney movie. I don't really watch a whole lot of non Pixar Disney movies, but that one is definitely right up there. It actually felt like a Pixar movie. Um, uh-oh, uh-oh, Jim Baker's probably going to tell you that, uh, that, that Tua's brother is better than Jay and Daniels. Hector, you might not want to start Don't this conversation. Bring that up. Good night, Steph. Thanks for joining. I appreciate you stopping by. <laughs> Hornets. Oh, Gabriel's back. Gabriel, I was wondering what happened to you, bro. It was like a, it has been like a year. Welcome back. <laughs> Hornets. I found a card off 25 on a common box. Always a dub. Always a dub. Uh, are you talking about? Remember, we were talking about potential college QBs to that can be good pros. I thought of another one I forgot to mention. You Clemson. Are you talking about DJ? He transfer. He transferred. He he hasn't entered into a draft, right? I thought that he transferred to yeah Florida State. Florida State. Yeah, he's he's not even State's new QB. He's not even eligible to be in the. He didn't. He went undrafted last season. I think maybe he's just saying that, like, he, like he didn't have enough pro prospects out there, so he didn't go into the draft because he definitely no, no, he's got another year of eligibility. I mean, a lot of these kids have got like freaking seven years of eligibility now. Yeah, he's at Florida State. Uh, how many cards we got left in here that are still live? Let's see. Check sports. The Colin Kaepernick's still going. Actually, there's quite a bit of cards left. We we only have uh, five minutes left until we get down to the one-minute windows. Ooh, this Giannis Championship signed ball. A Fanatics authentic item. Ooh. Funny enough. It li- actually used in the game. <laughs> it kind of looks like he just traced the letter C on it because that's how his autograph looks. But he, like, signed it right over the letter C. Yeah. It's kind of funny. It's pretty cool. It's no sneaker spotlight. Look at this. It must be a new feature on PWCC Fanatics Authentic item. It's like a little like uh, tag. <laughs> um. Oh, I know. I know. Andrew's all over this one. Emmett Smith, Gold Lab 101, 2002 Tops Chrome. Love that card. The Josh Young Tops Chrome Auto PSA 10. And that Star Wars one's still going. Oh, I'm huge, 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 huge fan of these. I actually have a link. In my PC shelf back at home, 1989 Tops Nintendo sticker. I think these things are awesome. This is a PSA 10, very tough cards to grade. I think I graded uh one a uh, one card. It might have been a punch out that got a nine five. As you see, nine five sold super well. But um, then I graded a link that got a five. So it's just straight up in my in my PC shelf. That's not going to be sold. But uh, man, such a cool such a yeah. cool set. I'm a huge Nintendo fan. Yeah, we need were Nintendo. You, were, Nintendo weren't you Tops. telling me that you were like? Entering your freshman year when that game came out? Zelda? Yeah. 1989? You're dumb. <laughs> I was going to say, I was playing that when I was probably like six years old, five years old. That was the first video game I remember playing was Zelda uh, Ocarina of Time. Ocarina, Ocarina, whatever it's pronounced. But, uh, yeah, and I, I love that game. My brother and I would play it so much. Then That and Super Mario, uh, Super Mario World, World 64 or whatever. It was the one. It was like kind of like the the, the open world.
What is that card on the left? That was Hector, I, I need this so badly, dude. I remember seeing this, like, trailer, and I thought it was real or, like, this movie poster. I think it ended up being fake, though. People, people That's the worst. It. When the quality actually looks, like, good enough, and then you're just like, is this happening? And then you're like, dude, oh. I remember what it was, too. They had Tom Holland, like, mocked up as Link with, like, <laughs> elf ears. With elf, elf ears. And I was like, dude, Tom Holland playing Link after he played Spider-Man. Like, let's go. It's funny. It, wasn't wasn't real i was very disappointed i've never i think that was one of the biggest letdowns wow holy cow i kind of want to buy this I, well i don't because john Elway beat the packers in the super bowl but <laughs> but wait wait a second i mean 2000 playoff contenders championship tickets are legendary because the brady auto is like the biggest sports football card ever and you can get an elway i know it's not autoed but man that's just a cool card from like a very legendary set looks just like the brady just not autographed. Way less expensive. You can you can put a photo of Brady over it, and then you can act like you have it. It's like tape it on top of the slide. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Jim Baker, give us your top five. I need to hear who your top five oh, quarterbacks of all time are. Good. I need to. Jim Baker, please comment. To his brother uh, in second. <laughs> to, to, to his brother in, in first. I mean, yeah. two, two of himself in first. Yeah. Uh, we are probably going to get down to 24 cards left here pretty soon. Pretty soon after um, these one-minute windows hit. Fun episode tonight, though. I hope that everyone enjoyed and, uh, you know, maybe learned a thing or two or was able to consider a thing or two for yourself. I definitely did sitting here looking at these cards and thinking about what, you know, what what would help me make a purchasing decision or not, which is just as important, too. Man, I remember breaking a couple 2020 contenders first off the line boxes back in 2020 um, football. I think we we bought them for like all of like $450 at the time or something like that. A 12-box oh. case is now $8,700. He's got Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, then Joe Montana, Roger Staubach, then Peyton Manning, and then John Elway. I don't really like have that many opinions on football all time lists because I feel like that the eras are just so, 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 so. Well, actually, that's pretty much all sports in the last like baseball, too. The eras are so different. But uh, yeah, I, I don't, I mean, Roger Staubach, I know, was like all time legend. I'm not sure how many people have him in like top five of all time. Um, but it's not like, I guess, the most horrendous list in the world. Although Mahomes at number two is might be a little early. So, Julian, yeah. we might need your we might need your 49ers to shut that down. Yeah, Brock Purdy will jump him. <laughs> to get Joe Montana back above uh Mahomes, not 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 Brock Purdy. I meant jump in the rankings, not like okay. No, no, I know. <laughs> Just to be clear. Oh, that's right. Dan Marino is one. I was like, who who would be left off this? Well, obviously Aaron Rodgers and Brett. Rogers, Brett Favre, Marino. There you go. Those are the three left off Jim Baker's list. Although I know Brett Favre like had a billion interceptions, so I don't know if uh, many would would put him in that top six to, to seven range. Steve Young. Yeah. Doesn't make it as high as some of these other guys. We are officially officially into the one minute windows. Yeah, honestly, that wasn't a terrible list. The, the Patrick no, it, it, was a little questionable, but I've seen worse lists. 
I was expecting something like really yeah, wild to his there. Brother. Yeah, like to his brother making a top six. Anyone else have a top five uh, list to share? Jim Baker, I think you could probably say any lefty quarterback. It probably looks like Steve Young. <laughs> <laughs> there has not been many lefty quarterbacks that have been super successful. So anytime that I see one, I mean, I think all of us will think Steve Young when we see a lefty quarterback. Wow, look at this. Kevin Kevin Garnett, Anthony Edwards, dual signed basketball. What is that on the right? Like that's K, that's KG's sing, signature. Oh, that's Kevin. It, it his signature normally looks a lot better than that, but that one looks pretty pretty whack. I think we're are we under twenty four? Not yet, I don't think. Oh nope, I had top filter. Oh yeah, you like that peg junk? We uh we got two of them in there actually. We wrote twice about the Kings All Star snubs in, in the in the daily slab because of how horrendous it was, dude. Two players that have got probably, I mean, Sabonis is averaging like the 2013 and eight and, and not being in is crazy. But then De'Aaron Fox, he's averaging the fifth most points per game in the West and shooting pretty solid from three. And Kings are in a very tight race in the West to, to jump in that, in those standings. And uh, man, yeah, that, that was kind of crazy that both of them didn't make it. Yet you have the Lakers who are absolute trash have two all-stars in there. I understand it's LeBron and Anthony Davis, but, I mean, what are we doing? Are, are we going to omit players that actually and teams that deserve it? Lakers are garbage, man. Super garbage. They beat the Knicks last night, but. Yeah, but one of the coaches is Doc Rivers, so if we really want to get down and dare you uh... <laughs> Okay, but but we know, we know that Doc doesn't even want to coach that game and doesn't think he should coach that game. Uh, there's only two cards away from this being uh, 24. I'm going to get the giveaway. Oh. I forgot to get the giveaway going. So, everyone, I'll give you all three minutes. Three minutes until 10.07 p.m. Central time to get in on the Giannis, as Julian said, quote, constipated image card giveaway. Um, Drop your number ones. You just got to drop a number one like you see people doing. Number one in the chat gets you entered into the giveaway. All right, Julian. Uh, let's make our selections for our cards here. Pick one that you know has has went green, likely. But I'm going we'll... to the Derek Jeter out of fifty, 2011. That looks like a suit at the bottom. Okay, I'm trying to look for one for myself. Around. It looks pretty sick. I'm gonna go with the one of one Miguel Cabrera. I don't okay. know if it's gonna make it, but one of one Miguel Cabrera. I haven't seen uh, my guy in the chat yet, so like I can't choose one of the those the vintage cards that. Oh, Jay. Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen Jade tonight. Where's the Where's the Derek Jeter? Uh, it's at the bottom. I am at the bottom. More. There you go. Ah, there we go. I was not at the bottom. <laughs> that is at the you bottom, were, Julia. I wasn't at the bottom, but I'll see you oh. at the bottom. Yeah. Um. Dude, yeah those 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 atomics went crazy. Those atomics went crazy. Sorry, you missed it, Barton. Well, apologies to anybody that Aaron chooses for the giveaway. It's not personal. He's just bad at guessing. Um, automatically reduces your odds. Oh, man. I might be off first round here, by the way. I might be too. Really? Pretty the quickest the quickest one we've done yet. Oh, no. I'm out. 
Dude, I think that I'm out too. All right, show's done. We're going home. <laughs> That's embarrassing. So we didn't we even make it one round. <laughs> that was that was pathetic. I don't think it's ever happened before. Both of us missing out after the very first no, one. No, it's happened to me before. Vinny, bro, it's 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 a tough time to to be a Chelsea Vinny, fan right now. These delusional Chelsea fans. I've been saying this since day one, where they're just like waffling. At least when well, I'm a United fan, I'm like these. This dude's not good, or like I understand where we are. These dudes are like Caicedo, Enzo, greatest midfield duo ever. Like great gets for 120 million each, and Mudrik 100 mil, dude. Like come on, like it's crazy. Hey, at least we signed Cole Palmer. Otherwise, there would be no one. Also. Um, and it, hopefully in Kunku comes good because then we will have at least two good signings out of 20. So <laughs> terrible success rate, but <laughs> yeah, no, Cole Palmer is extremely good. He's extremely, extremely good. Dude, this, the, the freaking Kevin Garnett loopy auto made it further than our card. <laughs> One of us should have guessed that. I know I was going to, but then I was like, oh, there's no way this thing keeps on going. Well, it is. All right, giveaway is closed down. I'm gonna get Aaron, the list you can together. Try and redeem here. yourself right now. Oh, I don't know if I'll ever redeem. We myself. both know it's not gonna happen, but I know I'll try. I mean, I try every week. You know, that's what matters. Yeah, it's the effort that counts. Just kidding. I literally can't can't win this to save my life i i cannot believe it's been this many episodes i mean you'd have to think at least one of the times just one maybe even two no none none indeed i'm pulling up the giveaway list everyone i'm 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 eyeing up my prospects right now Gotta figure out who's gonna who's gonna get the uh the kiss of death on the uh the good old giveaway. All right. Here we go. How many names we got? Twenty-eight. All right. Odds aren't the best, but we'll see. One. Two. Bro, I gotta go with Gabriel. That's a lot of people. I know Gabriel, first time back. There's no way you're winning this, Gabriel. Sorry, I have never <laughs> picked this person. I'm going with uh, Chance Dickman, 23. All right, bro. Dude, Rowett I was like, gonna, that was my other one. I think no. Rowett's Rowett's won like two in like four weeks now. Maybe I'm still a big Ofer, so. I there was going to Rohit, and then I chose Chance Dickman. I'm sorry. Rohit, you know what to do. Um, you definitely know what to do. Shoot that email over. All right, Gabriel, sorry about that. First time back in a year, and you probably aren't going to come back again after I condemned you to no giveaway this week. Oh, that uh, that Princess Elizabeth card is back up at top there. Uh, five cards left it's in awesome. the auction here. Oh, by the way, one being Lamella Ball. Dude, the Hornets are, like, terrible. Like they were at least like semi competitive for the last few years. I felt like maybe not last year, but like because I think Lamelo was out for a lot of last year. I was like the year before. Either way, they're awful. They have ten wins. Yeah, Michael Jordan saw was coming and said, "I'm out." They have the worst differential in the NBA. They're the only team that has over a, a ten point differential 
per game. They're at 12 points per game they lose by. That's unfortunate. It's only yeah. a matter of time until uh, LeVar Ball comes out and says something that he wants uh, LaMelo to get traded. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. Um, all right, there's a few cards running here today for anyone that is interested in, let's say, 1991 Star Nova Ken Griffey Juniors or Princess Elizabeth card, or if you're trying to get LaMelo Ball in your collection. Uh, the last thing I'll do is actually look up where this LaMelo Ball sold at in the past because I imagine that's probably like a $5,000 card at some point. Um, oh, my gosh. Dude, you don't want to know how much that card sold for at one point. <laughs> what is it? Out of 35, PSA 10, got to sell, have sold for six grand. $19,200. Yeah, that's LaMelo- Ridiculous. Lamello stuff is is, is, is really really down. Are you yep. sure you well, read all these euros correctly? Uh, yeah, I'll show you actually just uh, for proof. Nineteen. Oh my, that's like a sledding hill. That is. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't make. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it does look like it does look like a sledding hill. It does. That's all. That's my point. Imagine there's no, but yeah, but uh, no, it, it, yeah, LaMelo's mark is way, way down. Uh, it doesn't help that they literally are what fourth year of him on the team now and they aren't winning any games. Uh, Anthony Edwards is in a completely different position at this point, but also the T Wolves built around him properly, it seems, versus the Hornets, you know, so two different things there. Um, but that's all we're gonna have for tonight. Hope everyone enjoyed the discussion of the uh the quality cards and hope everyone has a great rest of your night julian thanks for joining as always uh thanks to everyone that came tonight don't forget same time same place next week it will be super bowl sunday i will be live at the same time 9 45 eastern time julian will be joining at whatever point the game ends as uh, he's got to see his niners hopefully what what number what super bowl would it be like seven or something like that in your history uh that's a great question that's around there seven eight niners super bowl appearances or wins wins no wins oh nope it'll be their six i think yep yeah i'm gonna like i'm gonna be a wreck i've said this i'm gonna be a wreck if we lose and then travis kelsey proposes to taylor swift oh my gosh that might be the (laughs) worst possible scenario well, if anyone needs needs to see some uh, some Julian rage, if you uh, end uh, end your Super Bowl party once the game ends, join the stream, see how Julian's feeling, and uh, we'll break down the game and look at the cards ending here on the PWCC Weekly Auction. All right, everyone, thanks so much for watching, and we'll see you all next Sunday if you're uh, willing to join. But uh, see you later.